Welcome to session zero of Nameless Monsters. Hey! Yeah. Woo! I am Nate, and with me today I have these lovely people. Why don't you all introduce yourselves? And uh, I guess if you want to tell people about yourselves or whatever information you want to impart to the audience at this moment. I'm Lester, and that is the only information I think strangers need to know. <laughs> Man of mystery. Can't be argued with. <laughs> I haven't taken a picture of myself, I think, in over a decade. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I'm Heather. You probably don't need to know too much more about me, except I love this game, and I'm super excited for all of us to be playing together. I'm Dennis. I was born on a cold, blustery day in <laughs> January. <laughs> um, uh, no, that's... I, I, I'm excited to play. I'm excited to tell a story and all the other appropriate actual play podcast things that we would normally say at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can go watch other Session Zeros and glean everything. That you know, you know. <laughs> Maybe we should just scrap this whole thing. We don't need this, right? I was going to say, I think it falls under fair use, probably. I'm not a lawyer. We just take someone else's Session Zero and then just dub over our names every time people talk. <laughs> And then that's it. We're done. We're good. We're good to go. Awesome. We don't even have to do a session zero. It sounded like somebody was laughing, but like really far away from their mic for a second there. <laughs> it okay. was me. It was me laughing far away from my mic. I was trying. I'm trying not to blow it out. I every time I laugh, I see the see the spice yeah, yeah, yeah. in audacity just go. You know, crazy. Well, what we got so. instead was just like. Can't even hear that. Oh, well. Can't even hear that. My audacity picked it up, so that'll be a little treat. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we have a wonderful, wonderful producer who is editing our show for us. So send all of your complaints to him. And all of your flowers. Yes. If you do send complaints. No, we, we get the complaints. Gennaro gets the flowers. <laughs> this is the way it works. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair, that's Nate fair. Send us the complaints, the complaints in Gennaro yes. Flowers. Yeah, send me the complaints, except I'm not on social media. Yeah, I'll, I'll be the complaints <laughs> department. <laughs> we all know. Success! So we're just a group of friends that enjoy playing games with each other. Uh, Heather and I are married. Uh, we are partners in this wonderful thing we call life. Ugh, can't believe you said that. <laughs> <laughs> and Lester and Dennis are our friends. Um, this season, we're playing Monster of the Week. It is a system created by Michael Sands and published by Evil Hat, who are all awesome, and thanks for answering my questions. So, in this game, I play the Keeper, which is 
just kind of the arbiter of the world or the ambassador yeah i'm an ambassador i am a fan of your characters i help drive the narrative along with all of you because the kind of game that this is is a cooperative storytelling game we're just here to tell a wonderful story together so i guess we'll talk a little bit about just a little bit about the rules and and kind of what this game is about for those who are not familiar players play playbooks which are basically archetypes in this kind of genre of monster of the week television shows and movies and things like that each playbook has a different set of moves that they can pick from that kind of customize their character and they can pick a whole bunch of things from it and stuff like that and then everybody has basic moves and the basic moves are kick some ass which is pretty self-explanatory it's when you want to fight something act under pressure which is a lot help out which is when you when you want to help another hunter um, investigate a mystery manipulate someone can't be used on monsters but it's when you want to kind of charm somebody protect someone again self-explanatory read a bad situation and use magic and big magic and we'll get into the specifics of a lot of these um, suffice to say when you use a move you roll two d6s and a you get a success if you roll a 10 and up you get a mixed success if you roll a 7 to 9 and you fail if you roll a 6 or below you can add and subtract things from those rolls based on various characters statistics again not going to get super into that two other quick systems that i wanted to go over uh the first one is luck all characters start with seven luck and you can use a luck point to either change a roll to a 12 or to receive no damage or no harm from a move from one source there obviously is a limited number of luck you only get seven and that is it pretty much <laughs> for all intents and purposes you cannot get luck back um, I also wanted to talk real quick about experience whenever you fail a roll you gain experience now if you use luck on a failed roll you do not gain experience because that changes your roll but if you get six or below you get experience we like to fail up here we like to fail up um, I guess there was three things I wanted to talk about because I forgot to talk about harm. Each player starts with seven harm and after they receive three harm on the fourth harm, they're considered unstable, which means you need immediate medical attention attention or you will die. Not a lot of health, 
people will probably die. Probably Morris. Um, <laughs> wow. Hey. <laughs> Prophecy, threat, who can tell? But he's so young. <laughs> Who's going to sell his crystals? So on the topic of Morris, um, do we want to get started talking a little yeah, bit about yeah, our yeah. characters? Uh, giving just, just a little bit of backstory so that people have a little bit of setup in the first episode about kind of just for knowing who your your characters are. Should um, I? And do you want to start, Lester? Yeah, I can start. Uh, I play Morris, who's in his early 20s. Uh, he is an undergrad in college. He goes to Southwestern Regional Appalachian Blue Ridge Mountain Community Junior College, and it is not accredited. <laughs> He's majoring in communications. And I realized I chose communications because I was like, yeah, that's a useless degree. But that was like a useless degree a decade ago. And I don't like, I don't know, with social media, maybe that's like more useful now. But let's all just go back a decade and pretend it's still useless. Um, <laughs> Sorry, communications majors. <laughs> uh, Morris is a member of a multi-level marketing scheme called Salem's Lots. Um, and they sell crystals and Ouija boards um, and other weird magic-y things like... I don't know, herbs, you know, that's that type of stuff. Um, and Morris is like, you know, shit at college, but pretty good somehow at selling crystals, enough so that he's moved quite a few levels up in the uh, multi-level marketing grift. He's just very recently started learning magic through the multi-level marketing, because if you didn't know... When you get to be a level 10 Tupperware lady, mm-hmm. they uh, bring you into the occult and start, uh, you know, teaching you how to summon demons or whatever. Of course. <laughs> I'm really sad that my mom never made it to level 10. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's only a couple levels uh, before you get the van. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> my mom earned the Tupperware van and then my dad made her quit Tupperware and they had to give back the van and she oh, was very wow. sad about it. Oh, wow. I bet she was. Yeah. It was a free car until it yeah. wasn't anymore. <laughs> I re- oh, I have to like say what he looks like, don't I? Uh, you know, like early 20s, got black short hair probably because that's what kind of hair most people have. Eyes, a face. Uh, he wears, generally he's got like a college t-shirt on and then like some weird Hawaiian print button up over that and then a jeans jacket over that even when it's 90 degrees out uh, and generally wearing some kind of like outdoors pants like jeans or like cargo pants and then hiking boots. You know, I'm really, really glad to know that Morris has eyes. Yeah. Because I was going and to a ask. And nose and ears. Oh, 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 he gets them all. Yeah, and most of his teeth. Okay, cool, cool. Making yeah. a note of the number of teeth Morris has. I want to say. I'm not making a note of that. So we need to talk about the playbook. Oh, real right. Quick. I keep forgetting so. playbook means like class. Um, Morris is a initiate. Uh, 
the thing he is an initiate in is in his multi-level marketing uh, scam thing. So I think what we'll do is we'll like put out people's like a PDF of people's playbooks and not talk about specific. That's a good call. Stats. What do you guys yeah. think about that? I think that? that's good. Sure. Because I wouldn't know how to talk about that. All right. That. So send in, send in some PDFs of your sheets. And we can update them as we level. Great idea. Okay, Brad now. I, as I mentioned before, I'm Dennis, and I'm going to be playing Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson is a man in his early 30s. He is reasonably tall. He is very athletic. He enjoys all of the outdoor things, uh, surfing and mountain climbing and hang gliding. And if you can do it outside, and it's, it's a little bit dangerous, he's probably into it. He lives in a converted sprinter van uh, with a very sort of boho chic vibe he is extremely friendly and pretty dumb um, but he's the kind of dumb that is at least I hope is endearing rather than annoying time will tell and uh, let's see also ears eyes <laughs> nose teeth all that good fingernails both of his legs are attached all Great. that good stuff i need every single detail i i have to make okay. very detailed notes um let's see number so of you can type it out eye. and and send it to me later that's cool okay I, i'll draw it out especially the eyelashes especially yeah. the eyelashes i really i cannot stress this enough <laughs> I need the number of eyelashes you have. You've caught on to a very important plot point slash monster. The no. entire plot of the game oh, no. hinges on how many eyelashes Brad has. Yeah, yeah. Man, you know, I was a little weirded out by the whole teeth thing with Morris, but the eyelashes is maybe worse? Well, I'll tell you, it, it, it eats your eyelashes one at a time, and when you run out, your head explodes. So, Well... There goes the mystery. Yes, Thanks spoiler. for ruining well, it. I, well, now I don't have to use that again. <laughs> he expects oh, us right. not to metagame. Fine. Please be fine. professionals. Professionals? Fuck! Professionals? Can I just say how glad I am that we're re-recording this because the first one was so sort of just all over the place. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we're really focused tonight. It's unhinged, at least. It is unhinged, and I kind of it like that, that being kind of our brand. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> Just a little unhinged, and Heather tries to keep us all straight. It could have been a lot more unhinged. Listen, why can't I ever be in a scenario <laughs> where I get to be the Chaos Muppet? Literally, no one is keeping you from being no, the Chaos Muppet. No, but listen, we can't all be Chaos Muppets. Heather? The mom friend energy that you exude just sort of has affixed your place in the universe. You gotta learn to be a bad mom. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you gotta be one of those moms who like forgets to pick up their kids from school. Oh no. <laughs> Offer us alcohol as long as we do it in the house. Absolutely not. Let us watch an R rated movie. <laughs> anyway, Brad. Brad. Uh. See, kind of, kind of sandy blonde hair, uh, shoulder length, um, eyes. I don't know what color his eyes are. I don't guess it matters. Uh, I think I've gone over pretty much all the basics. Oh, he's he. Is, uh, I'll be playing the mundane playbook for Brad, um, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's sort of the archetype of the normie 
who follows around in the shadow of the chosen heroes and uh, kind of gets himself into trouble and and helps the best he can and all that sort of thing. I think Brad's a hero, though. Oh, Brad definitely thinks he's a hero. He doesn't know that he's a normie. Oh, I mean, regardless of what your playbook is, I think Brad's Aww. I just, I, I love him. I think he's super great. Thank you. He's a good boy. Thank you. Heather. <laughs> All right. I am playing the professional, which is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, her name is Margaret Mags, for short, Oliver. She is uh, an average height, heavyset, middle-aged woman, probably in her 40s. You know, she's at that. Somewhere between 35 and 50 anymore, it becomes impossible to tell what age a woman is. Thank you, sunscreen. Um, She has dark red hair that she wears cut fairly short with worry lines behind her glasses. She wears a striped dress shirt under a black blazer that is a slightly different shade of black than the pants that she's wearing and a pair of very sensible shoes for moving around. Uh, I I think I mentioned this in the first episode, but I'll go ahead and say it here. Uh, She's been a desk jockey for 12 years with the organization, which is part of the professional. Uh, Due to budget cuts, she's been given a spell book and a gun And told that there are wonderful continuing education classes for this exciting new advancement opportunity. So that's kind of the energy she's bringing with her into this new and exciting world. Poor Mags. Bless her. She is also an order Muppet. (laughs) 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 We we can't play too far out from our type, right? Yeah. I love Mags. Yeah. She's one of my favorite characters you've ever played. Aw, and he's seen a lot of them, folks. Oh, I've seen more than have ever been played. Yes, it's true. I'm a compulsive character creator. <laughs> it's true. I have I have so many characters on D&D Beyond. I literally don't even know how many I have at this point. They all have backstories, oh, and I love them all. Anyway, let's move on before I start crying about all my unplayed characters. <laughs> So uh, the last thing I really wanted to do is kind of talk about what we were going to do here. I wanted the setting to be somewhere I was very familiar with, and I am very familiar with North Alabama. So I've kind of set it there, and I wanted it to kind of be inaccessible. I didn't want to have to deal... (laughs) I really didn't want to have to deal with players having the internet. Cheat. (laughs) It's kind of a pain in the ass when you're trying to have a mystery that you need to go and find information about and players circumvent all these places where you can find information and all these wonderful scenes we could have with, you know, (laughs) a quick internet search. I think, I think we're swinging back around on that though. Cause like search uh, algorithms suck ass now. (laughs) It's so hard to find anything worthwhile. Cause it's always like, it's true. It's just it's junk nonsense. now. It's just It's just junk, junk now. Click, it's all clickbait. Like you could Google search like will Bigfoot kill me and it'll be like you'll just get a blurb about Mothman. No, uh, a man in Oklahoma. Did anybody else see that article today? No. I'm dating this recording. Apparently a man in Oklahoma murdered his fishing buddy because he thought that the buddy was going to leave him for Bigfoot to eat him. 
I'm not kidding. Why would you murder him then? So that Bigfoot can eat him instead. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Oh my god. Duh. When when Lester said that, I searched, will Bigfoot kill me? And the story you're talking about is the fifth result. <laughs> Oklahoma man says Bigfoot made him kill his fishing there friend. There it is. There it is. Did you guys know that it is... Well, the first result is you can't kill Bigfoot. That's what I was just going to say. (laughs) (laughs) Which is not the answer to the question. Well, it's a good thing we're playing in Alabama then. That's right. Yeah, in Alabama you can shoot anything you want. Hell yeah. (laughs) So that was my plan. Uh, was to set it in in a small town in, in, in North Alabama out in the middle of nowhere. And honestly, I have only very broadly planned a story here. I hate planning out too much of of a story or adventure because we we play to find out what happens, right? That's one of like the rules of the game is we play to find out what happens. So I have some very broad strokes that I want to hit and the rest of it is just going to be us. The four of us all together fleshing out this this story and this world and the people and the town of Triple Springs and all of this. So I just wanted to clarify that for the listeners and for the players. And yeah, I guess that's pretty much it, y'all. Anybody have anything else they want to say? Get this and future episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. Well done, sir. <laughs> <laughs>